Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. There's over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio and get your free audiobook today. COVID-19 pandemic has closed schools and sent 55 million children home, leaving a huge education gap as well as creating hunger issues for a significant number of them. In response, Jennifer Garner and Amy Adams decided on a Friday evening that they wanted to do something to support children out of school. So they reached out to Save the Children, who sprung into action and partnered with No Kid Hungry to create a campaign called Save with Stories, which now features 150 celebrities reading books to children online. Perry Yateman is Save the Children's Head of Corporate Partnerships and my guest today on Cause Talk Radio. Perry and I talk about this incredible campaign, as well as what's happening with Save's corporate partnerships, and how the organization has ramped up to respond to COVID-19, both in the U.S. and abroad. Hey, Perry Aitman. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Hey, Megan. Great to be here. Well, we are here to talk about so many things today, but let's just jump right into the fun stuff and talk about COVID-19 because this has been a crazy wild ride for everyone. But Save the Children was one of the first charities I personally saw that came out with anything consumer-facing and especially things to serve kids. So would you just start off today by telling us a little bit about Save with Stories, how it got started, and how you guys got involved? Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I do have to say, I I, I take almost no credit for this. It was an amazing... Amazing team effort, and um, and I do think it it happened fast. Like literally, it was a Friday night idea. Jen Garner and Amy Adams were talking. Jen Garner's been, you know, she's been very active with Save for like twelve years. She's on the board now, so she is just a first rate human being. Um, and she is like she goes to the programs. She really visits. She cares tremendously about these issues and about the kids. And of course, she's from, I think it's Kentucky, right? Which is where we do a lot of programming. At any rate, she and Amy Adams were talking and they were thinking like, this is so challenging. What can we do? So they came up with this idea, Save with Stories. Um, and they wanted to work with Save the Children. And so they reached out um, actually to Mark Schreiber and he immediately said, yeah, let's make something happen. So this was a Friday night, March 13th. So it was early yeah. on in this, in this yeah. situation. And literally Friday night, the idea, we started batting around the idea. And by Monday at noon, we've lost, launched a nationwide campaign with No Kid Hungry. So we've partnered with another NGO. We have gotten you know, the rights to books from you know, publishers. We've got all this stuff. And it's like up and live um, with the assets by noon on Monday. So oh it was gosh. a big, crazy thing. You know, and the idea really was that it's about a creative, fun way that Kind of help all of these kids right now. Ninety-five percent of American schools are closed. I mean, fifty-five million kids across America are basically at home all day. So the idea was, what can 
can we do to help them keep learning and developing while they're at home? And, and we just wanted it to be fun. And so what happens is we've now had about 150 celebrities um, read stories online, right? And they're, you know, free to download and share and whatever. Um, and then you can also, of course, donate. But, but that's what it is. It's safe with stories. So it's all about keeping the learning going um, and making sure that there isn't a learning loss in this lull. Because we really believe that, you know, wide-scale learning loss could be the single greatest long-lasting impact on kids of this coronavirus. And if you think about it now, I don't know what the percentage is, but a huge number of schools have already declared that they're going to be closed all the way through to the fall. Yeah. So what are we going to do for those kids? So anyway, so this is what happened literally three days. We launched. Um, it is a partnership with No Kid Hungry. Um, and, uh, and it's just been going gangbusters for, you know, about three weeks now. That is amazing. What an incredible story. I cannot believe it got, I mean, it looked like it got up and running that fast, but to hear you tell it on the back end Friday night to Monday morning, the whole, that was a very whiplash. long weekend. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of calls. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Well, kudos to all of you involved. Um, it sounds, and it, you just said there's, what did you say? 150 celebrities involved? reading? Yeah. So if you think about like what we've been able to do to date, which I think is pretty amazing, the scale of it. So 150 celebrities, nearly 1500 media hits. Uh, We've had 50 million plus views of the videos. We've got over 200,000 followers. We're now in over, you know, we're either in or preparing to launch in over a dozen countries. We've had almost 30,000 individual gifts. Um, And I think very importantly, we've reached 90,000 kids in 200 communities and with No Kid Hungry, they're actually, and their partners, they're actually helping to provide 800,000 meals a day to the wow. kids. So it's, a, it's been wildly successful, like beyond what I could have imagined. How are the kids getting connected with these stories? Like, how are they learning about them or hearing about them? First of all, we, of course, are in a lot of these communities. Save the Children works um, day in and day out, as well as in time of crisis. Um, in all of the kind of most marginalized rural communities across America. And so we have existing channels through educators, uh, you know, a lot of the Head Start programs, things like this are what we do. So um, the big challenge here is the normal distribution system would have been a physical book and you would actually bring it, you know, et cetera. But that's not an option or it's certainly not always an option today because a lot of states, you know, we're all in shelter in place rules, et cetera. So um, a lot of this has been trying to solve for remote learning um, and opportunities delivered by the web, which is why, you know, reading the stories online. Um, we're also doing things through radio. We actually are like doing education through the radio, which oh, is another awesome. great way to reach people um, in, in these times. But what we've done is we've used our existing channels. We've created new remote channels. We're promoting through educators who then push out for resources. Not all these kids have online access. It's true. But we are trying to do our best to, to reach everyone who needs uh, something to do. We also have an entire resource on our website that's for parents that's about, you know, educational games and activities and how do you keep kids busy and, you know, lum- uh, numeracy, literacy, et cetera. So um, there's a lot of things that can be accessed. They're all, of course, free. But the key is how do we, how do we push it out? How do we let people know that they're there and how do we help them find them and access them? 
Can you talk a little bit just about generally how Save the Children is responding to COVID-19 in the U.S. and abroad? I mean, I know that you guys work both domestically as well as internationally. I've heard from a lot of um, similar, you know, international development type NGOs that they've really had to pivot and kind of put a lot more focus on the U.S. Can you talk just generally about your COVID-19 response, what that's looked like? Well, you know, actually, Megan, I couldn't be happier that you asked that question because one of the most uh, frustrating things for me, and you know, I'm less than 100 days into my new role (laughs) at Save the Children, um, is that so few people understand that we are like one of the only international INGOs, you know, that does domestic programming every day, every year. Um, And so we have a very large footprint for America's kids right now. So for us, it might have been less of a pivot than for others because we are already working here. Um, But our our response is multifold. Um, In the U.S., it's really about that, you know, dealing with that learning loss. It's about early education, literacy, numeracy, etc. And now it's about the pivot there is learning at home, right? I mean, we always have focused on kids um, that were uh, kind of under the age of eight, right? So it's about how do you hit the milestone? How do you get ready for kindergarten? And then how are you ready to hit the milestones around third grade, right? Because if you get those two down, you've got a much better chance for lifelong learning, right? And success. But now, instead of delivering that through some of the programs we would have run, um, you know, in the schools or after school or through Head Start programs, now it's like, how do you do that in the home? So that's the pivot. But education and learning remains critical to our response. The second part um, is in the U.S. is really looking also at nutrition because suddenly these, you know, this 55, uh, you know, million kids, not all of them, obviously, a, a small percentage of them, but still a very big number, um, rely on the school feeding programs for for almost two meals a day, right? So how do we get, and that again, we partnered with No Kid Hungry, but it's also one of those things where you would normally deliver food, but you can't necessarily deliver food directly. And in the schools, they have the food. I mean, they still have the programs, but they can't get it out there. So part of what we're doing is figuring out statistics. It's about how do we get the food from where it is to where they are? How do we do possibly cash transfers or cards or like what can we do differently? And the truth is we're still figuring that out because the, the rules of the game change yep. every day. Yep. So we just keep adapting. What I will say is that this has been, you know, I'm, I'm less than a hundred days into save. I've been involved with save for about a decade, but I've never been on the inside for an emergency. Right. And I want to just say, hands down, I have been so unbelievably impressed with the, commitment, which which you expected, right? But also like the out-of-the-box thinking, the flexibility, adaptability, speed, the everybody working together, it's really shown the best of what this organization can do. And I've been I've been really privileged to be at all a part of it. So it's been it's been amazing. But in the US it's it is about learning, it's about food. Internationally we also are really doing um, a lot in terms of frontline healthcare workers, like how do we equip them? How do we educate, et cetera? And then obviously in developing markets, you know, we're doing a lot still on, you know, basic hand washing, right? Do they have hand washing hygiene? It's one of the best ways to prevent the spread. Do they have the knowledge? Do they have the products? Um, so we're doing all of those things. Um, so we really are acting 100% as a domestic agency and as a global 
development agency. And that's what we always do every day. It's really amazing, though, that you are working in the U.S. with kids who don't maybe have access to internet, who are hungry, who can't get their school meals. And then on the other hand, you're working in refugee camps where, like, sanitation is an issue. Like, you guys just uh, run the entire gamut. So, wow. I'm just getting tired just thinking about your response. <laughs> Sounds completely incredible. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yep. And, <laughs> Not I, and to mention, my hands like, are off. Ramping up a giant campaign like Save the Stories uh, over the weekend. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. My guest Perry Yateman has a book recommendation for you called The Five Invitations by Frank Ostaseski. Perry says that a good friend recently recommended this book to her after Perry shared her worries about how COVID-19 might impact her teenage daughter who's in high-risk category for the disease. Perry said she's so glad she took her friend's recommendation and got this book because now more than ever, we all need to focus on living our most fully authentic and meaningful lives, being present for every moment and forging ahead, even when we're scared, so that whatever happens next, we can feel that we have lived with as few regrets as possible. I don't know about you, but I will be downloading the five invitations. You can do it for free on Audible with your 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. Can you talk a little bit about what's happening with your corporate partners? You guys do such amazing, amazing work with corporate partnerships and speaking about, you know, being innovative. We've had, you know, Kevin's been on the show before talking about some of the innovative projects that you guys do with corporate partners, but what's happening amidst the COVID stuff? Like what are, are they stepping in to help? Are they saying like, sorry, we're dealing with our own stuff. I can't help you right now. Like what's happening? There's nobody who's not affected and and, yeah. and greatly affected right. by this, right? I mean, this truly is, you know, in every other crisis or emergency situation I've been involved in, and I've been involved in many around the world, um, I haven't seen one that was kind of just cut across every industry, every walk of life, every country. So it, it is unprecedented. What I would say is that, um, you know, like if you go back to Save with Stories, it's been very interesting. You know, for that, publishers like Scholastic and Penguin Random House and whatever, I mean, they just stepped up. They stepped up fast. They, you know, they helped us out because we couldn't read those stories without, you That's know, awesome. publishing rights. So we've had partners step up and speed up and do mm. things in ways they never did before to help us make it happen on the ground. Um, and that's been really, really amazing to see. But I will also tell you that we have partners that are also redirecting. Mm -hmm. So you'll have partners. We've got long, you know, the good news is we have many, I think, I think it is fair to say that save the, Ch save the children is probably the leader in corporate partnering among the international NGOs. And we have just very long, decades-long partnerships with major corporations, um, including, you know, Johnson & Johnson, um, you know, TJX, et cetera. And what has happened is that, so all of them are saying, we are still committed, absolutely. But some of them are saying, you know, we've, we've, we've given you $5 million. What we want to do is redirect that now to COVID. So you, you have the money, but we're going to do this instead because this is what we need to do right now. We've had others that are delaying. They said, absolutely, we're committed. We're going to do this. But we understand you can't be doing the work on the ground in China right now. So let's, we're, we're going to wait until we all can actually go back to that work, right? So they're not walking away. They're not changing plans, but they're saying, we understand everybody's got to pause, right? So what I would, what I would say is that 
while they are impacted, you know, we have a lot of retail partners, right? And retail is brutally hit right now. Um, and what they're all saying is, we're going to reopen as soon as possible. And as soon as we reopen, we're going to be there with you, right? We're going we're gonna to make this happen. So I think that it's been really reassuring um, to see how resilient they've been and how committed they are. But there's no doubt that like every, like every um, nonprofit, we are trying to figure out, you know, how do you balance what, what's been delayed, what you might be losing with what is coming in. And in that regard, if, if I can, I want to tell you another story of Please. amazing speed. Um, this one was one where um, it's with S.C. Johnson, and it is a global hand-washing campaign um, and hand-washing hygiene campaign. And this was one, we launched it today, this morning, if you amazing. actually look at the website, came out today. <laughs> um, and it was one where, like, they were not even a partner. We had not partnered with them, like, over a decade at least. We've never partnered with them. And we, you know, I reached out and it was, I think it was like a week, roughly a week from outreach to announcement. Oh my gosh. And we had to figure out what are we doing? Are we allowed to work together? What do we want to accomplish? What are we going to say about this? You know, where's the money going? I mean, all of it, right? And it was incredible. SD Johnson moved fast. Their team was awesome. Um, They had a great, you know, social team combined with Edelman came on board. And then our team, again, I take... (laughs) was not me this was them they figured out because we're doing it around the world we're doing this in like eight countries in every region right and you're thinking how is that possible the team was relentless and they were driven and so in a week we made it happen and it's a brand new partnership a million dollars brand new partnership and you know we've never worked with them so there are upsides to this because their product line is so important to this exact crisis, right? And I'm sure that we will then, you know, develop a long-term partnership that can be very custom and specific to what they're trying to do and what we're trying to do longer term. But, you know, it's, so there's upsides and there's downsides. But I will say both from the agency and from our partners, I, I have seen nothing but the best of humanity in this exact moment. And that's really good because... It doesn't always happen that way. <laughs> so did you just reach out to SG, SG Johnson and you said, we need your soap because we're doing the, like, what did you say? Well, it was a little bit like that, but I will say there was an in. So the new head of corporate affairs there, Alan Vandermolen, and I had liter- had worked together in Asia with Burst and Marshall like 30 years ago. I mean, a long time ago. So he got a brand new job, right? So I was, what, 75 days into my <laughs> job or something, and he was seven days into his job or less. And I just, I wrote to him and I just wanted to say, hey, congratulations, you know, like I saw your new posting, whatever. And, and then I said, and of course, you know, given where we are today, I would love an opportunity to talk to you about Save the Children. And I figured, you know, a month from now when things should calm down, he would eventually, I knew he'd write back to me, but I, you know, and he wrote right back and said, you know, we work with Save the Children out in Asia around the tsunami. And, you know, like, I love what you do. Let's get on the phone. And so, you know, there we are. There was a level of trust and understanding in terms of the leaders, myself leading the corporate team at Save the Children and Alan leading, you know, corporate uh, communications in, in, in um, SC Johnson. We're both new. We're both trying to figure it out. So our team <laughs> backed us up and, you know, it was... It was really remarkable, but that's what happened. That's amazing. I love the stories that are coming out of people just like 
Okay, if I hear the words pivot and like new normal one more time, like I'm going to throw up. But still, the the stories that I've heard from people being able to pivot um, and create a new normal, like it's just amazing. And it just, first of all, it makes you like scratch your head as like why these things take three years to begin with, like <laughs> in the normal world. Amen. You're like, come on, Amen. people, come on. We launched this in a week after the first conversation. Like, you know, like I understand there are some boxes that need to be checked, but come on in the real world. So hopefully that'll be um, maybe people will be a little bit more expeditious in their corporate partnerships in the future. But what oh, are the uh, amen. outside of amen. <laughs> outside of seeing the good in humanity? Are there any other silver linings that you're seeing through this craziness, Perry? Well, I think yes. And I think it's what you just said, Megan. The truth is that we're all realizing, like I did send a note to everybody saying, not only did we get this million dollar grant, but we did it in like a week. Because I'm like, because I came in, you Your know, legal team's probably I, like, I who? wait, Perry, who, what is happening? <laughs> I'm a relatively speedy person. I'm not really a patient individual at the best of times. My, my, my teenagers will tell you that like that is just a given about me. So it's been really interesting because I came in and said exactly what you said, which is it takes 18 months to negotiate this. Are we kidding? And, and I get it. You're right. They're complicated and there are reasons and they need to be really well researched and thought out. It doesn't mean that every time there's not an opportunity for speed. So for me, some of the things that we're doing now in how we are recreating what we do, I think are, I absolutely want to carry them forward. So one of them is going to be speed. Another is going to be, how do we pull responses? Like, how do we actually pull resources so we can process faster and we have the flexibility still to deliver where it is most needed, right? So I think that's something we're going to get. Another thing. All of us are learning, you know, how many years did our employees ask if they could work from home occasionally or whatever, right? And everybody said, no, it's not possible. It won't work, right? Exactly. So let's be honest. How many of us now have that as an excuse, right? So of course, we're going to figure out new ways. And hopefully, if you're a nonprofit like Save the Children, we're going to do it in ways to save money, right? So we'll have less office space. We'll give our employees more flexibility. I mean, I do want to also give a shout out to Save the Children as, a, as an employer. We were one of the first to say 100% remote, stay home, stay safe, do what you need to do. Um, and they've been amazing. I mean, just amazing in terms of, of, of the support that they've you know, provided. And then some of the other silver linings, well, for me, okay, the idea that I get to do my work every day in my yoga outfit with, you know, with no makeup and you know, my glasses, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of liking that. So, you know, it doesn't mean that. I want an office every few days. I do. But the fact that we have learned we can be more flexible and that we can all work together, I think that's, I think, I think all of us are going to learn. And think about the carbon footprint reduction and think about the health benefits of all of us not living on airplanes anymore. Right. I mean, again, you need to build relationships. I'm not saying that's going away, but man, we are going to be able to rethink how we work. And how we save money. Like we're going to be able to really improve employees' qualities of life, I believe. So that's the silver lining to me. Amen. From your lips to God's ears, Perry. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all going to have dogs in our offices. I'm now really getting to know my people. Right? I mean, I'm new. Yet you're seeing them in their home environment. And you're seeing their kids. And you're seeing their spouses. And you're seeing their I think this is all just a big like trial run so we can all understand how to use Zoom. I really at the end of the day. And like I was saying earlier today. 
to be doing well. I know. I was like, you know, maybe in the future there'll be, you know, there won't be instances of people taking their computer into the bathroom with them on video camera, you know. We shall hope. We shall hope. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, Perry, this has been so phenomenal. Thank you so much for very quickly jumping on the phone with me to chat about this. Where can people learn more about the Save the Children and Save with Stories Online if they want to do that? Yep. So lots of information. Um, If you go to www.savethechildren.org backslash Save with Stories, you will find uh, everything you need to know about Save with Stories. But we also, you know, we also have resources just on the main website for parents and educational games, tons of links. I just want to say everybody can do something, right? So you can read your own story, add it into the, add it into the um, user-generated content. You can donate. You can do virtual employee engagement. We've got workplace giving that can be set up in a day. Um, you can inspire others. We're going to launch next week a new leadership campaign. It's called Leading for the Future, Leading for Our Future on LinkedIn, where we're asking executives to show their humanity and to share how they're adapting and learning to lead in these times. So there's literally somebody, something anybody can do to help children at this point and to make a difference. And, and so I would say, you know, pick your... Pick your thing, but do something because everybody's got to contribute to help. You know, what is it that hashtag we're all in this together? That's exactly right. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much. for, And we'll put all of those links uh, in the show notes. And I did see a lot of those resources online, but I did not know you could create your own content. So um, I will be doing that because as you know, I like my microphone. So thank you, Perry, so much. It was so great to chat with you and uh, we'll keep up and hopefully have you guys on the show again real soon. Megan, thank you so much and stay safe. You too. 